Hello and welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the podcast where three friends work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben, and today I'm drinking gin and tonic. And locked in with me this week, we have... I'm Alid, and I'm drinking red wine. Not McGuigan's. Sorry, McGuigan. Hardy's Shiraz this time. And I'm Mike, and I'm drinking a, another whiskey and ginger. Ooh. Well, ginger ale, not like root. Ah, I see. I thought maybe like some uh, some uh, candied stem ginger or something like that. Oh my god, that'd be delicious. I've got some in the cupboard as well. <laughs> Do you need five minutes? <laughs> I'm just wondering now what would happen if I put it in like lemon and ginger tea, because whiskey and lemon is okay, but whiskey and ginger is delicious. Mm. What, put, hang on, sorry. Put the stem ginger in the tea or the whiskey in the tea? Well, I figure like a lemon and ginger tea bag. Yes. Like, you know, your, your bog standard herbal tea. Uh, brew up. Probably... Like, you know, shot of whiskey, and then maybe some honey or molasses or something. Mm. So, how does it work? Each week we'll get locked into one of the infinite escape rooms, many themed escape rooms. We'll have to solve a series of puzzles in order to escape. If we get stuck, we can ask for a clue, but that will add a minute onto our time. And if we don't escape within an hour, then terrible things shall befall us. So, are we ready? Yes. Yes. This week in the infinite escape room, carpet tiles stretch out across a wide room littered with desks and dividers, fluorescent tubes dimly flickering above. Along the walls are doors with signs like Thunder Meeting Room, Video Conferencing Suite, and Mr. Bossman. A vending machine purrs next to the kitchenette beside us. We must be in a generic office. Yay! It looks like everyone is off on annual leave today, but we'd best escape before Mrs. McHildred, the cleaner by day and serial killer by night, catches us and hangs us up to dry. So, we have got the office weirdo's cubicle, John Butson's corner office, and a private meeting room. What do we fancy first? Ooh, private meeting room. That does sound pretty good. This is my puzzle. So you walk into the private meeting room and the door clicks behind you. In front of you, you see two wheelie chairs, a plant in the corner, and in front of the wheelie chairs is a desk, and it's got some things on it. There's a picture hanging on one of the walls, and next to the door, there's a window out onto the office, but the blinds are closed and you can't see through. Can we take a look through this window? The blinds are closed and you can't see through. Can I open the blinds? Unfortunately, you can't. Now, the blinds are actually in the window, and the control, um, like the little knob that you'd use to open the uh, blinds, has broken off. Ah, oh, you know, I worked in an office for an office with those sorts of blinds for a year before I discovered that was a thing you could do. <laughs> I thought like security or the cleaners had like a magic key or something they used to open them up. I was like, how does this work? I don't know what you're on about. Can we look at the desk? <laughs> of course you can. So you uh, you wander over and have a look at the desk. And on top of the desk is a pile of papers, a key and a mobile phone. Well, that key sounds pretty useful. Can, what, can, we, can we pick up the key? Can we, can we have a look at the key, please? You pick up the key, and you found the duh, obvious key. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, is that the key key? That's the key key. Oh, brilliant. Hey. I'm sorry, I've missed out. I, I stole you. I robbed you of your description of the picture. <laughs> and the pot plant. <laughs> the pot plant is a generic pot plant, and the uh, the picture is a generic picture of sort of like gradients. <laughs> Fabulous. Wait, what? <laughs> I think we just found the key, Alad. Cool. Ben's gone very quiet, so I'm wondering if we have found I, the key. I'm not sure if this is a joke or not. Ben's not taken us back to the office lobby yet. You uh, you tried to leave the room and you find that you can't. Hey, there we go. Hmm. Can I try the, the key locked. in the door? There is no keyhole in the door. There's no knob on the blinds and there's no keyhole on the door. This sounds like a hammer job. <laughs> there is no hammer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Would you like to take a look at the door in uh, in more detail? Yes, please. So the door has a handle that uh, will sort of go up and down, but it's not going to open the door. It's got a little um, plaque on it that just has sort of, you know, the, the fire escape procedure. Uh, it's got a little, a little viewfinder things that you can look out of. Can we take a look through the peepee hole? So you um, you press your eye up to the... Do you want to look or do you want Alan to look? Mike, you better look. I think it's definitely my turn to look. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you look into the peepee hole and uh, it's completely black. You can't even see through it. Hmm. Can we rub it with our fingers in case there's just some soot or something blocking it? So you go to rub it with your finger and it uh, there's no lens there. It's just a hole. Oh, okay. Interesting. It, is it perfectly spherical or slightly key-shaped by any chance? It's uh, it's completely round. Okay. Could we see what it says on the fire exit procedures, please, Ben? It says, in case of fire, please exit quickly. Well, we're definitely failing on that already. Mm. Um, oh, what else was on the desk? It was a um, pile of papers and, and a, the obvious key. And, and a mobile phone. And a mobile phone. Can we take a look at the mobile phone? Of course you can. Um, it's currently turned off. Let's turn, turn it on. on. <laughs> you can turn it on. Uh, it, uh, it slowly pounds up and asks you for a PIN number. Four zeros. You try four zeros and it doesn't unlock. One, two, three, four. You try one, two, three, four and it unlocks. <laughs> <laughs> no way. There was a post-it note on the back, but you didn't look on the back. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, God bless you. <laughs> On the screen, there is uh, a phone icon that's greyed out, a message icon that's greyed out, a torch icon, and a calculator icon. Oh, oh, torch icon, please. You press the torch icon and uh, the light on the back comes on. Can we shine it into the little mysterious hole? Of course you can. Shining the light into the little mysterious hole, you activate the photo sensor and the door unlocks and you can get back out into the lobby. Fantabulous. And you have solved my puzzle. So what are we fancying next? What are our options? We've got the office weirdo's cubicle and uh, John Butson's corner office. I think personally, if you don't mind, I'm kind of feeling the uh, the office weirdo's cubicle. And maybe I was literally thinking the same thing. Ending up in the office because there could be like whiskey or something there for us to consume. Mm, yes, and I am running out. Good point. Yeah. Um, this is my puzzle. Upon entering in the cubicle... Um, You can see that there is a standing desk with two fish tanks on it. What would you like to look at? One of the fish tanks. So one is on the left-hand side of the desk and the other's on the right. Which one? Benjo? Let's go for the left first. So the left-hand fish tank doesn't have any water in it whatsoever. It just appears to have a lot of branches. Upon closer inspection, at the bottom of the fish tank, you can see a key. Can we get the key? This fish tank has a locked lid on it. Can we smash the fish tank? (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't. Um, Okay, could we take a look at the right one then, I guess? Sure. The right fish tank has got water in it and has two small guppy fish. Do you know what I mean if I say guppy? Fish, the little. I, th- I think so. Just about the little fish that clean the glass. Oh yes. Oh, I was thinking of um, the one from the Little Mermaid. They're the ones that are sort of slightly translucent. I've got like the you can see the spine going through it. Yes. Yes. So you can see two of them. One of those derelict castle sort of ornaments on the bottom. One treasure chest ornament, which is closed, 
and a net for catching fish actually at the bottom of the tank. Hmm, okay. So if we were to try and, like, put our fingers in or put our hands into the second fish tank, does anything happen? Would you like to try? Uh, I might just, uh, with my left hand, like, put the tip of my little finger in. Sure. You put the tip of your finger in, and you've now got a wet finger. Damn it. What are you thinking, Mike? Uh, I am going to say, can we take a look at the little treasure chest? You can. As in, like, can, can, I, can I reach in and try and, like, I guess, like, wrestle open the treasure chest? Or, uh, in fact, just pull it out. I imagine it's it's probably not full-sized, is it? I could probably just pull it out. You absolutely <laughs> could. So you stick your hand in, and you pull out the treasure chest. Upon Can I open it up? You absolutely can. Uh, you open the treasure chest, and within it, you find a small key. But it's not got a pun name, mm-hmm. so it's clearly not the key. No. Interesting. Alad, can you tell us what else is on the desk, please? There are two small items. One is a photo, and it's a photo of a man with a woman and a male child. They're all ginger, dressed in casual clothes and there's a small placard next to it which reads don't put hands into fish tank carnivorous stick insects i see ah. and i presume that hans is the child <laughs> hey <Hey-o. laughs> um so just out of interest these three ginger people are they at a game of quidditch no okay i was just wondering if it was like the weasleys making their second appearance in, in two episodes yeah. Um, cool. C- can we take another look at? So we can we take a closer look at that photo? So we've got three ginger people. Uh, mummy, daddy, little ginger. Is there anything on the back of the photo? Nope, that's it. Hmm. Does the key that we've got open the lock to the presumably stick insect tank? Would you like to try? Can we just? Yeah, is it a padlock? It is. Okay. Could we um try to insert the key and turn it as so that the padlock pops, but not actually take the padlock off? You can. I don't want to release anything just yet. You put the key in the padlock and turn it, it pops. Cool. Okay. Over to you, Mike. I... <laughs> okay, so, I mean, my reading of this so far is that we have two fish, three gingers, and a fish tank full of man-eating stick insects. We could, seeing as we have no gingers, we could feed the fish to the stick insects to distract them while we retrieve the key. Could we... Before we do that... <laughs> Before you execute my amazing plan, could we just also um, reach into the other fish tank on the right and pull out the ship and the net and have a inspect inspection of the ship, please? It was a castle, wasn't it? Oh, a castle, sorry. It was a castle. Mike, I was going to let him pull out an imaginary ship. Uh, yeah, you can absolutely pull out the castle. Ben, you pull out the castle and... Um, it's it's a castle. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and you pull out the net, and yeah, it's a, a fish-catching net. I've got an idea. An actual good idea. I think the gingers are red herrings. <laughs> right. <laughs> but that's only part one of this brilliant idea. How Easy long is the net, Alad? Average-sized. Okay. Presumably it wouldn't reach the bottom of the fish tank. No, it wouldn't. It's quite a short net if you're basing it off that. Not a problem. Allard, yes. can I pop open the top of the stick insects fish tank, please, and start using the nets to lift stick insects out and putting them into the one full of water? That would be rather difficult. 
they're stick insects. You can't tell them apart. No, I mean, I'm just going to put everything from that tank into the one full of water. I figure stick insects can't swim. <laughs> In fact, if Ben and I just lifted it up, can we just pour the water from the other fish tank into the stick insects one? And then, like, give it a minute for them all to drown. I say, we'll go to your uh, your puzzle, Mike, and then we'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in fact, let's screw the net. Let's, um, c- can Ben and I pick up the uh, the fishy fish tank? No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be glued to the desk. <laughs> I-, I guess, I guess, if, can I use the, the chest to start, like, getting, cu- like, chestfuls of water to pour into the stick insect one? No! <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So drowning the stick insect isn't going to work. It's not, no. In which case, I truly am out of ideas. So, but what about, um, do we have any idea, we don't have any idea how many stick insects there are, just that there are carnivorous stick insects. True. Um, So, how is this for a plan? What if we were to scoop one of the fish out of the um, fish tank and place it uh, sort of at the top of the stick insect tank and waited for one or more to crawl in to eat the fish and then we can dispose of it into the fish tank where we can oik the other one out and do the same. So you that mean sounds very sensible. Mike's plan, but with a twist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, we're going to drown less innocent twigs this way. So it's, um, yeah, that sounds like a good plan. And I, I, we hope there's only two <laughs> <laughs> and um, go from there, maybe. Yeah, no, absolutely. You can try that. So you take the net, you scoop up one of the fish and place it on top it was on top wasn't it well i sort of you want to leave it in the in the net because obviously it's bait but um just sort of towards the the opening of the of the tank yeah sort of so that so that something should it be inclined climb in okay so you put it just on the edge of the tank Mm -hmm. nothing happens can we put it in the middle of the tank? You can. You put the net in the middle of the tank, and all of a sudden, you see a flurry of movement, and all the twigs are bare, and a load of stick insects are devouring this poor fish. The amount is so much that you couldn't possibly just lift them all out and dump them in the other tank. Yeah. Hmm. But they are concentrated around the net. So I reach my hand in and pick the key up. Congratulations. You found the sticky. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. And with that, you have solved my puzzle. Having found the sticky, you return to the office atrium. So uh, I think we have John Butson's corner office left. This is my puzzle. So you uh, you approach uh, John Butson's corner office. You can you can tell it's it's John Butson's corner office because uh, it's got nice little uh, plastic embossed uh, name thing on the front saying John Butson's, and uh, it's in the corner of the office. It's not like a nice corner office like you get in American movies where you can see out across the boulevards through big windows. This is just in in the corner of an office, um, so it's just like bare walls and and grim. You step through the door to your left. You can see a photocopier. Directly in front of you, you can see John Butson's desk. What would you like to do? Is the desk against the wall? Uh, it's kind of um, sort of middle-ish of the room. So uh, he could sit behind it and look at the door? Uh, yes. In fact, you notice that um, a person who may well be John Butson is actually slumped across it at the moment. 
Could we, so before looking at the obvious, could we just double check there's nothing on any of the, the walls? There's no like, um, there's nothing sort of around the floor that's not to do with the desk or under the desk. Okay, well, so under the desk that's not to do with the desk is a, is a waste paper basket. Uh, there's also a couple of um, empty whiskey bottles uh, rattling around on the floor um, and John Butson's feet. Of course. What kind of whiskey? Um, Irish. Uh. You know it's high quality when it's just Irish. No brand. Alid, would you like to look at anything in particular? Could we see, firstly, if the photocopier is on? Uh, The photocopier is on. Are there any photocopies left on the outtray? There's not. The only thing going on with the photocopier is that there's a little red light winking next to the, the display. Does the display say anything? Paper jam. Ah. The scourge of every office. It's um, another one to our arsenal of things to export after Brexit, is it? <laughs> You're a step ahead of me, Ben. Could we pop the panel of the photocopier open and see where this paper jam is? You certainly can. So you, you open up the uh, the tray revealing the uh, the paper intake. Up until Ben's hilarious pun just then, it was going to be filled with jam. Um, <laughs> Sorry. But my... now it's filled with sick. Someone's been horribly <laughs> sick inside the photocopier. It's probably John Butson. I'm not touching that. So, can we open the lid and, you know, with the, the glasses for the actual photocopying? Can we yep. see if there's anything in there? Uh, there's nothing in there at the moment. Wait a minute. While Alan's getting ready, could we have a quick look? Is there paper in the uh, like the paper tray down the bottom? Uh, there is, yes. Okay, A3 and A4? Um, just A4. Okay. Ben, I've got this idea. Go on then. His name's Butson. Yeah. Mm. You know how in every sort of comedy sketch someone photocopies their ass. Yeah. Do you think maybe that's what we need to do? I, I don't know, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, Alan, you're asking the wrong person. Ben didn't write this puzzle. <laughs> I think that before we do anything that we may live to regret, we ought to go and have a look at the desk. Could we go and have a look at the desk, please, Mike? You certainly can. Uh, you, you turn around and take a look at the desk. John Butson, a rather old, overweight gentleman, late 50s, um, is, is fast asleep with a little bit of um, what's going to be jam, now sick, um, <laughs> trailing out the corner of his mouth in a little puddle on the desk, which he's slumped over. Having a lovely sleep. Um, he smells quite strongly of whiskey. Oh, I thought he was going to be dead. <laughs> what? No, it's just having a. It's just just passed out. Just um, he's just passed out, pissed, having a, having a lovely time. He's probably in sales or something. Is there uh, anything that we can see, sort of under him? Um, desk. Okay. Is he wearing trousers? He is. Yes. Okay. And a shirt. Uh, yes, I can give you the full complement of his clothing if you'd like. If you wouldn't mind. Sure thing. Um, shoes, socks, trousers, pants, trousers held up with belt, vest, and then a blue shirt with, with faded collar. And a wacky tie, because he's such fun. I see. Is there anything else on the desk itself? Uh, no. Are there any drawers to the desk? No, it's basically just a bit of wood and some legs, two of which are John's. <laughs> are we able to move john you can i'm I'm now thinking alid that perhaps your idea but with john that was always my idea <laughs> oh okay i presumed like you know you were going to jump on or something no! <laughs> <laughs> mike can i drag this drunkard towards the photocopier certainly and what will you do with john oh um yeah you, you drag john to um to the photocopier can i stick his ass on the glass his his clothed ass or his bare ass Clothes, please. 
You can. You, you stick his ass on the bare glass. The glass is bare, his ass is not. His ass is trousered, the glass is bare. Except for ass now. Trousered ass. Can I push the photocopy button? Uh, nothing happens. It's still showing paper jam. So I think that we're going to have to do two things. One, we're going to have, have to unjam this somehow. And two, we may have to de-trouser John. So, this sick. Is it... Lumpy. Is it dried? Is lumpy. Okay. Is there anything obvious that we can use to... Um... Not in the sick, no. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, sorry, are you, was there anything obvious that you could use to, for example, clean the sick up? If yes. Look, looking within the sick, you don't find uh, like okay. a dustpan and brush or anything. But, sorry, so, uh, right, what, I, what I'm getting at is, would we need something like a brush or would some sort of cloth do? I wouldn't want to tell you to okay is. give me no, give me a second to think about it give me a second to think about it it's just sick in a machine right you can you can use whatever to clean it up cool can we take the bottle of whiskey and douse the sick in it to water it down sure thing you um sorry i thought the whiskey bottles were empty i was about to say you you upend a bottle of whiskey and <laughs> all three milliliters remaining at the bottom dribble <laughs> out adding whiskey to the printer as uh, the photocopier's problems at least it smells better <laughs> okay so i don't know if this is going to bypass another part of the puzzle could or whether this is exactly what we're supposed to be doing could we please loosen the belt and remove john's trousers you certainly can you um you very slowly loosen uh, john's belt and then um between the two of you very tenderly remove um remove john's trousers sliding them down over both buttocks still concealed by underpants stained somewhat um by by the rigors of the day down over his his buttocks and then and then you stop at the knees and have a have a think would you like to take them all the way off absolutely you you pull his trousers down over his his shins uh, young shins for a, for a man in his in his 50s and then over his over his shoes muddying the inner hem so because i feel that this kind of thing uh, we want to leave him being able to like leave the office somewhat uh, presentable <laughs> could we please turn the trousers inside out and use the inside of the trouser leg to um clean the sick you certainly can you turn the trouser leg inside out and you use the inside of the trouser leg to clean up the sick john now has some very horrible trousers <laughs> <laughs> could we um could we turn the trousers back outside out and um sort of place them back on him but only up to the knee <laughs> certainly you <laughs> you re <laughs> having had your way with john you you gently redress him allard Stroking his face while you do so to keep him asleep. What is the display saying on the photocopier now? Uh, it's now saying ready. Alid? C- can we can we press photocopy, please, Mike? You can. You photocopy. Um, is it, is it, is, it, is, he, is he, you've got him sort of pressed against the glass now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you press photocopy. Here, and a copy of um, well, a picture of a copy of. Well, it's, it's a black and white picture of a, a gentleman's ass um, in some white underpants um, pops out into the little paper hopper. You see um, just the edge of one of the uh, the Y front leg holes. What looks like uh, a bit of letter. That's a bit of letter on the picture. Oh, sorry. As in, a, a, yeah, as in like a bit of um, a bit of letter, as in some some letters, some text, some text. A bit, a bit of well, a bit of letters from some text, some letter bits from some text, some bits of. I've had a very long day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Those letters are K and S. Interesting. Um, Alad? Calvin Shine? So you, you, what you can see is you can see the K and the S just, just peeking out from, uh, it would be your right, um, from, from underneath his pants. So I'm going to guess we need to 
slightly remove or upturn the hem of his pants. Alan's gone home, he's had enough. Deepin thought, sorry, um, can we check the hem and see if there are any other letters actually printed? Well, so so you, you, you can see what you can see from the hem. Would you like to if you tweak the hem aside somewhat? You see, um, you see more letters. Ooh. Um, if tweaking the hem ever so slightly um, crackwards on the right-hand side, you see um, the letter E. So E-K-S. You also see a Y uh, in the line above that and an S in the line above that. If only there was a way of seeing more letters. So could we please um, shimmy down the um, sort of arse side of the pants and please photo- uh, photocopy what is revealed? You certainly can. You hear a... After doing all the things that you just described, and the thing that pops out to the hopper is a perfect sort of dual moon imprint of John's backside uh, with what appears to be a message scrawled on it, uh, rather shakily, possibly written with a left hand backwards. It reads, "I hid my key between my bum cheeks." Right, I've been that, I've been doing this up to now, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> Can I take the sheet of paper that we've just printed? And slot it between his arse cheeks and see if anything comes out. You certainly can. <laughs> you um, <laughs> you have a good old ferret in there. So you give um, you give his arse crack a good old flossing. Um, halfway through, an involuntary fart appears to pop out of him, along with a uh, a post-it note. Could we uh, could we read the post-it note? It reads: "Only joking. My keys in the waste paper basket." <laughs> <laughs> Could we, uh, could we have a route through the waste paper basket, please? You sure can. In the waste paper basket, you find the clue you missed and the cheeky. <laughs> you have sold my puzzle. <laughs> taking a um, taking a not warm cheeky, um, you, you step out of John Butson's office, uh, leaving him half naked on the photocopier, uh, and back into the lobby slash atrium. I should just note that um, before we left, I did see Alid uh, using his belt to um, sort of tie John's hands up. So, uh, he's not going anywhere. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Alid. I, I just, you know. Alid, why are you doing that? <laughs> oh, so, yeah, so we won't go anywhere. And with that, we insert the duh, obvious key, the stick key, and the chi key into the three whimsical padlocks, and we escape. Hooray! Hooray! And thanks for listening. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, and your favouritest podcast app. If you get a chance, please give us a rating and a bit of a review, as it really helps us to reach new ears. You can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and glance at our gleaming mugs on Instagram. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and we hope to see you again in another Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. So beefy.